What up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 1117 of Ask Pat 2.0. And you're about to listen to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you. And today we're speaking with Betsy McNally, who is a very, very well-renowned coach in the gymnastics and tumbling world. She's carved out this incredible niche. She is well-known in the space, and she is actually like one of the only people who does what she does in the way that she does. And she wants to expand and grow, but doesn't want to lose connection and wants to also leave a legacy. And how do we do that? There's a lot to unpack here, which is really amazing. And I'm just so, so thankful that Betsy came on. She also gives a lot of credit to Power Up Podcasting because she also has, and that's my course, by the way, uh, she has a podcast that you could check out too. So if you want to follow her, you can check out her podcast since you're listening to a podcast, Tumbling Along with Betsy, or you can check her out www.betsymcnally, that's M-C-N-A-L-L-Y.com. So Betsy McNally, fireball of energy, just so much to offer, so much value to give to her girls and her gymnasts. It's just gonna be so much fun to listen in. I hope you enjoy this. Uh, We have a lot to unpack, so let's go. Hey, Betsy, welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks so much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Excited to chat. I'd love for you to take a quick moment to introduce yourself to the audience and uh, what it is that you do. Sure. My name is Betsy McNally-Loir. I am a personal fitness trainer and nutritionist that specializes in working only with gymnasts, mostly high-level gymnasts from Olympians all the way down to little level three. So I've really focused my niche on nutrition and fitness for gymnasts. Love it. Very clear. Uh, I also know that you've helped other people like myself before with nutrition and, and fitness stuff. Uh, yes. through connections like Jeff McMahon, yes. who's my trainer. So uh, I, I know you through that and, and that was super helpful. But for this niche, uh, I think that's awesome. I love that you have that and it was so nailed down. So where can people go to find out more about you really quick before we get started? My website is www.betsymcnally.com, but also um, on Facebook and Instagram, Betsy McNally Loire and Betsy McNally Loire Nutrition and Fitness Specialist for Gymnasts. That's a lot. It is a lot, but it's okay. We'll put all those things on the show notes for everybody. Let's just dive right in and let me start asking you by um, just what's on your mind. Sure. Well, first I want to say thank you to Pat because I launched my web, or excuse me, I launched my podcast last month. Congratulations. (laughs) And um, a huge, huge part of it was due to your course. And it's called Tumbling Along with Betsy. I've just hit 2,000 downloads within the month. So I'm really, really, yeah, I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited. And literally, seriously, could not have done it without you. Oh, thank you for that. Are you having fun though? Oh my gosh, I love it. It's awesome. Isn't it the best? It is the best. I just, (laughs) my dad um, is a retired NFL coach and I just had him on as part of, you know, I talked to coaches and different people in in the sports world. And it was just, it was like a full circle connection with my dad and seeing myself through it. It was just really cool. So um, I want to say thank you. And I also read Superfans, which I have to say really, I mean, it was awesome. I loved it. I read it from cover to cover. And I was already doing a lot of that stuff, but some of the things just really clarified everything for me and it made me take action. So I want to thank you for that as well. Really quick before you go on, like what's one thing that you do to build super fans in your business? Well, honestly, what's really helped me is just being totally me. 
keeping it real. I'm a real person. I am a mother of three children. I have an autistic nonverbal child um, who was born only two pounds at birth. And my clients and people who follow me have really watched me struggle as a mom with a special needs child. Um, and that's another reason why I connected with you because you're such a family guy and I love that about you. But, um, so I think just being vulnerable and showing them, Hey, look, I struggle. I'm a fitness professional. I'm actually a pro bodybuilder, believe it or not. And I've gone through a lot in my life, but I've become victorious because I've believed in myself Mm. and showing people my struggles, but also showing them my victories has been why I have such a following. And I, I don't want to say I've used my child because I, you know, I see a lot of people posting things about their children and and I, no, no, no. My experience with my son, Lenny is, is I share it with others because I want them to know that I understand struggle. And once they see that I have struggled, then they know, like, and trust me. And that's, what's been my biggest success. That's amazing. And thank you for that. I think uh, that's a great lesson for everybody listening who may be feeling a little bit like, oh, I don't know if if this part of myself is worth sharing. And, you know, there's a different line for everybody, but obviously it's a great way to connect. And a lot of my audience knows me for certain things about me and how I do what I do and family related things. And I I, I love that. I'm I'm very glad you picked that one. And and thank you so much. So for sure, let's let's help you out. What what what's on your mind? So I've been listening to Ask Pat and SPI and I feel like I am an overload of information. I want to give you a little background on my business so you can see kind of where I've come from. I've gone to Tony Robbins, uh, Business Mastery. I've listened to your courses. I've invested in a lot of coaches. Like in 2014, I literally was living in France. Uh, my husband's from France and I was penniless. I mean, I had nothing. And I had this young baby that was only two pounds. I came back to America because I couldn't live in France. I mean, I wanted to work and I was mm-hmm. having a really hard time working there. So I moved back to America and I literally had zero. And by 2015, I started training again and I I made like $9,000 my first year. And somehow in the last five years, I've managed to take my business up to high six figures, which I mean, I'm not just saying that so I can put that out there, but like I literally have worked my butt off to, you know, build this business and it's called Betsy Bootcamp. And many things kind of fall under this umbrella of Betsy Bootcamp. I have an online training program for my gymnasts. I have online training for my moms of gymnasts and coaches. I do in-person boot camps. I run clinics. I do live webinars. I have, I mean, you name it, I do it. And I've authored two best-selling books, uh, Binges and Balance Beams and Gymnast Chef, which is a cookbook I wrote with my husband, who's a chef. But you know, despite having all these challenges against me, I've somehow managed to train, consult, create nutrition programs used by Olympians and world champions. I've done almost 100 traveling Betsy boot camps in the last four years. People know who I am in gymnastics, which is awesome. However, and I've got like 30,000 followers across social media. I feel like, number one, I don't, I'm so, I'm everywhere and everybody knows who I am. And I feel like I've kind of saturated the market That's the first issue. And the second issue is I'm aging. I'm 45. I have two children and a stepdaughter. Uh, Like I told you, one has special needs and I have a three and a half year old and I I support the whole family. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking I'm 45. I'm running around doing these boot camps and I'm fit and I'm, I just don't think my body can handle it (laughs) for another. I mean, like, so I guess, Pat, my biggest issue right now, I've got two issues. I have the issue in the future and I have the current issue. The issue in the future is What's going to happen to my boot camps? Mm-hmm. What, how can I sustain this? I am the face 
I am the, I am the face and everything behind the business, right? I'm mm-hmm. not, I, nobody can do what I'm doing in my mind. Right. So I don't know where I'm going. Like I've got this great thing, but I don't know where it's going. Okay. So that's, that's part one. And part two was you feel like you've saturated the market already. Yeah. And I feel like I've kind of overstayed my welcome and I have to keep reinventing myself. And gosh, I mean, like I keep, I keep putting out more free content. You know, I watch another person, I don't know if I can say it, but Gary V. I watch Mm -hmm. him and he really appeals to people who are just building their following. And I'm doing a lot of things that he's saying, like, you know, you got to put out 50 pieces of content a day. And I started like just putting out recipes and and I'm getting so much feedback from it, but I'm like, is that depleting, you know, then is my paying audience not there? So like I'm doing okay, but I can kind of see, I'm starting to feel that people are not quite as into it as they were before. So that's my current issue is, have I put out too much content? Have I overstayed my welcome? I've got this podcast out now. Mm -hmm. And then in the future, how do I sustain this really special niche that nobody in the gymnastics community is doing? Nobody. Nobody has a a body image, fitness, nutrition boot camp. Everything else is just like technically gymnastics. Right. Okay. So let's start with the immediate sort of saturation issue and how we're feeling about that. You know, when you said Gary Vee, I kind of knew where you were going with that because he is (laughs) a monster when it comes to content, right? You follow his Instagram and all of his channels. He's coming out with content all the time and he's grown and he's becoming massive. And when you think he's saturated the market, you know, he grows even more. And and we tend to follow people like that, especially if we feel like we're saturated ourselves. But I'll tell you, I was in New York in his offices at VaynerMedia to share a little bit about the switch pod with his team, which was pretty cool. And I got to meet his team. And there were, I think, 20 people all in charge of just like Instagram and Twitter for him. Mm-hmm. 20 different people all day long creating stuff for his social media accounts. Mm-hmm. And I started to freak out a little bit. I was like, people need to see that Gary is not just doing this all on his own. He has 20 people helping him do this all day long. And if anybody wanted to try and be like that, they're going to burn out. Mm-hmm. It's not going to it's not going to work. And Gary always says, like, this is me. This is how I do it. You do you. But like right. we see him and we want to do what he's doing. We feel like we're we're lesser if we don't. So mm-hmm. like you don't have to come out with as much content as he does. Now, my, my challenge question to you would be if you were to cut out 50 percent of the content that you produce, the stuff that's like taking all this time and you were to only keep half of it, what would you keep and how can you still keep it as useful and helpful for everybody? Well, I put out a lot of great stuff. Like I put out nutrition tips for gymnasts and a lot of my stuff is fitness. Like really, I really understand gymnastics shaping. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever watched gymnastics maybe on the Olympics. Yeah, or, yeah. So you, I don't know if you noticed, but like gymnastics, there's a lot of shape changing. Like when they're swinging on the bars or they have to go in these really tight positions. And I've become kind of a master at creating like really innovative training techniques. And that's really what's on fire. Like on my Instagram, I'll get like 20,000 views and, you know, shares. And um, so a lot of my fitness stuff is like viral in Mm -hmm. the gymnastics world. And I don't, I think that I've, that's part of my problem is that everybody can just go and get what they want instead of buying one of my paid programs. Like I've, I've teased that I used to tease them in the beginning, but now I'm giving away all my ideas and I see people replicating it and they tag me and they mention me, Hey, I got this from inspired by Betsy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, I think, I don't know if that answers your question. I think a lot of my like training and a lot of my, uh, 
I wrote a book. I mean, I have a book out there that has, I don't know. I can guess you, I'm talking can, in circles. No, no, no. This is all right. This is good. I like that we're having this conversation because I feel like we often feel we're on this con- content hamster wheel where we have to yeah. keep creating new and new and new yeah. versus uh, really going deep with what we've already created. And I fell into that trap a while back too. And I started feeling that I was creating a lot of new stuff that was great and helpful. Mm-hmm. And all the stuff that I had created that was great and helpful from the past was just getting buried by all the new stuff versus being able to sort of resurface uh, all that. So what I've done on the website now is I actually stopped publishing, for example, on the blog weekly. And now it's at a point where, well, when things come out, it's going to be the best and it's going to be worth your time versus before it was just like, oh, there's another post by Pat. Yeah, okay, there we go. Same old usual. But now Mm -hmm. we're going deeper and bigger with the things that come out when they come out. But we're, we're, we're no longer tied to and feeling like we have to come out with stuff all the time. And I would question like, what would happen if you just reduced everything by half? Would your business be affected or not? Because maybe you're just sort of on this treadmill and it's at like 10 speed right now and you're just trying to keep up. And, you know, what if it was at five? And, you know, would that affect your business or not? If you're not getting people into your programs anyway, what's the point of continuing to go full steam on the content? Well, I am getting people into my programs, but I don't, I'm not good at tracking where they're coming from. That's kind of the problem is Ah. that I'm just kind of posting everywhere. And I don't do a lot of Facebook advertising, but I do a little Facebook paid advertising, a little Insta, you know, kind of like boost a post here and there, but I'm not, I'm not keeping track of where it's just See, there we go. So how, how do we know what's working and what's not? Yeah. I'm wondering if there would be a way for you to, when you have people enroll in your program, just to make it simple, right? Because we could, we could, we could connect tools and analytics and things that would just allow you to see reports every morning. And it's like, that's complicated. Like yeah. what, what could we do that could simplify just where are people coming from and, and, and why are they buying? And I guarantee you that most people are not going to go, oh, it was that one Instagram post that made me purchase. It was the sort of experience that people have had learning from you and your expertise across all these different platforms and whole. That's where I ask myself, it's because I, I think to myself, well, that's because I'm posting all the time and they're seeing that I'm working with Lori Hernandez, who's an Olympian, you know, like I'm wondering if, if it's because I'm doing all this, you know, constant content that I'm always there and I'm not going anywhere. But I think what you're getting at is that I, I, the quantity is overruling the quality right now, almost like I, less is more. I think I've did too much. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And the reason I'm saying this is because this, this ties into what we, what we were going to talk about next, because I've seen it before, the overwhelming amount of content that we feel we need to create burns people out. Yes. And I've seen a lot of my friends go down the same rabbit hole and, and, and overextend themselves and go to the hospital because of it. Oh God, you know? please and, don't let that happen to me. Pat. No, I don't. And I'm saying <laughs> that because I know that would resonate with you because you definitely don't want that to happen. And right. when, it, when it comes to, in terms of longevity, like we need to start putting into practice now, the things that are going to make you happy, the things that are going to make you feel energized so that you can do this for longer. And the other thing to go into the next topic is what if something, and I'm, I'm not saying this is, you know, I, I, Somebody came up to me the other day and was like, Pat, what happens if you get hit by a bus tomorrow? What happens to your business? What happens to your family? And for the longest time, it was, they'd be screwed because I am my business. And this is why you've seen a little bit of a change in SPI recently. It's because now the business is is being run in a way where even if I were to get hit by a bus tomorrow, it would still continue to function and grow. And this is 
the team coming on board. And I've seen, and it, you know, for teaching online business and podcasting, it's a little bit different than your specialty, which is like, literally, you're like the only person in the world who could do, do this, right? But then I think of people who have specialties like, you know, Dave Ramsey or, um, you know, other, you know, Tony Robbins, right? Tony Robbins is like the only person who could do it in the, in the Tony Robbins way. But I also know he has coaches under him who can teach the Tony Robbins way to other people too that he's sort of trusted and to help sort of become more arms in his brand that could that could help extend the sort of message. And Dave Ramsey too, he has Christy Wright and many other people who are running their own parts of the business, but it's all under the Dave Ramsey brand in, in, in the way that Dave Ramsey wants it. And it might be interesting to start to think about how you might be able to bring in a person to start. It doesn't have to be like you need a team of 20 people. I have one. You I do? Have a, yes. Like an apprentice a, or some, something yes. like that? Yes. She's been with me for the last year and it's really helped. She primarily works with my mom group. So because she uh -huh. wasn't a gymnast and she doesn't know gymnastics, but I'm teaching her and I love her and she, I'm grooming her to be me basically. Yeah. But I also worry that because she's got her own business, like I don't want to take away from that and I can't really pay her everything I want to pay her right now until I, you know what I'm saying? So yep. it's kind of like, I'm in that weird spot, but then my long-term goal is to have people running Betsy Boot Camp without me being there. Like I want it to yes. be franchised almost, but I just, I'm having a hard time like figuring out how to do that. I don't know who I can trust. I don't, I have people contact me all the time. Betsy, I love what you do. I want to, I'm like, you have no idea how hard it was for me to, to get here. I was poor. I had to right, like, right. you know, write these books and I had to live in my parents' house. And right. so you like, can't just say like, that, okay, you are going to be like me. You yeah. are going to be like me. Like it's going to take some time. I mean, I, you could do a couple things. You could do number one, just a very hand selected. You kind of have people in the back of your mind, people perhaps that you've trained before, people who you've known in the industry who are looking for, you know, a new part of their life who you could help serve and they would serve you back by becoming sort of this apprentice of yours. And 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 just you work with that one person and it's going to be like, I don't know how this is going to be, but we're going to figure it out together. And then it starts to turn into something. You could do that or you could define exactly what you're looking for. And you can almost do like a like a like an application process for it, a rigorous sort of like long filtration process to find a person or a couple people who are then going to be your sort of, you know, team, you know, it just and then that becomes an event that becomes like a, a recognized thing that's happening in the industry. It makes a, a noise in the industry. And then these two people who get selected almost like a I don't want to say reality show, but it's just like because it's real life. And, and, and th this is like the next era of, of Betsy and, and mm -hmm. your work and how you're going to continue to pass it on to more people. And these yes. two people who get selected, they would probably be recognized on day one after being selected without having to market themselves. And you could bring on more clients. You could bring on more students who, and, 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 and have that trust in them that they could, you know, be there for you and even run workshops without you there. And then you run, right. a, you run a small one. You run mini tests with them and you see how it goes. And if it's terrible, well, at least it was controlled in a small experiment and then you can make it better for the next one. You don't have to go, okay, flip a switch. Now it's everything that's going to be in 10 years. Let's let's start slowly and ramp up to it. Yes. And I do have one person that's taking on the mom. I'm having a hard time finding the gymnastics person. I'd say like I have this person. I'm 
because it's, I don't know where people's motives are. I don't know if they, like, I still want, this is my camp. Like I, I'm in control here. So it's kind of like an ego control thing where I'm like, you can't just take this idea and run with it. And of course I can do like, what are those called? Non-competes and things like that. But still, I just, I'm having a hard time taking that step. I mean, I'm just going to tell you straight up at some point you're going to have to let go. I know. Yeah, at some point you're going to have to. And then I think that it's going to be hard. It's it's the hardest thing to do, especially when your name's on the brand. Yes. Right? Do and I change the name of, I mean, like. No, 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 no. I'm thinking yeah. of like, gosh, I can't remember the name, but there are, there are dance companies, for example, who are owned by these incredible women who teach dance and they're amazing. And, you know, they're, they, and I've seen these on TV. I've, I, when I was in architecture, I used to work with one of them. She had a dance studio and she was like the head honcho boss who hardly ever showed up because she just was the owner. And she had all these other people under her doing her work and really like she established the, the, this culture that it, to uphold her name and her legacy and what she created for them, like that yeah. was the brand. Mm -hmm. And these people who were working for her understood that culture that she yep. that that they created. And I, I wish I knew the the name of the dance group or or you know. But I mean, it can be done. And mm -hmm. and, and perhaps looking at other industries to see how they've done it too. Where those big names, maybe even people like Tony Robbins, who you are more familiar with, because you've been a part of that, or other coaches like that, and seeing how their their name still even today. You know, it also makes me think of Dale Carnegie and Zig Ziglar, people who are no longer with us. There are still academies that teach their work. And people right. who who step up to 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 uphold their legacy, that can be you. I agree. I agree. I just have to figure out how to do that, and it's going to be a slow process, and it's going to be hard for me. I, I just, you know what? It's it's the passion that I have, and when I go in there and I motivate those kids, and I love it so much, and I mm -hmm. and I'm a, I just don't see. I have never met or seen anybody else who can do it like me. So I've got to be like, you know what, Betsy, not everybody is you, you know, so some person you hire may take on a totally different, you know, view than you do right. of how to coach people. And I, and I know I got to let that go, but it's just the first steps by you telling me that it can happen and I have to do it. That's pushing me. I need someone to push me to do it because it's just me. I don't have anybody to talk to about this. <laughs> right, right. Totally. <laughs> and it's, it's going to take a bold action up front to, to start this process. It's going to be selecting somebody, having them sort of do a, a, a trial period with you two months straight to come in with you and, and learn from you. And then they get to try it on their own a couple of times. And then mm -hmm. you see what happens knowing that, you know, you have every right to say, sorry, you're not it, you know, and, and, and the other side of this is you might find somebody who is just like blows you away and even even surprises you and mm -hmm. adds more value and 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 uh, than, than you could have ever thought. I think that if you at least establish what is it that you bring that everybody else has to bring to, not necessarily the skills, but the culture and the name. What is what does Betsy mean to the gymnasts who work under you? That has mm -hmm. to that be and, and remain true no matter if it's you teaching or somebody else. Great point. Yeah, I love that. So maybe it starts there with defining that and then mm -hmm. and then potentially just asking around. You don't necessarily need to make this a public thing right now. And you likely have maybe candidates in mind that you could go to and just be like, hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing. If you're in awesome, it's going to be hard. I'm going to be like, uh, I'm going to be a, a drill sergeant with you, but we're going to make this something that you can help take on with me 
and into the future even after I'm gone. But so important because, I mean, this, what you've created should live on forever, but it has to start with you letting go. Okay. Thank you, Pat. Just to clarify, I need to stop posting so much content. I got to stop posting all my good stuff because people are stealing it, which is fine. I like that people are using it. I don't mean to sound negative in that way. Yeah, your I name's really getting do. out there, you know. I love that. Right. And I love that I'm helping people. That's my whole mission is adding value and helping people. But I think I'm doing a little too much. And I, I think it's going to be okay if I hold back a little Get bit. Get comfortable and you with that. it. If, yeah. if you're overextended, just pull back until you're comfortable. And I guarantee that it's not going to be as detrimental as perhaps we're making it out to be uh, to, to reduce that quantity. You can always make, uh, you know, call some audibles along the way. You're going to find some new opportunities and you're going to see that you're going to have to adjust along the way. But as long as you know where you want to go, and it was just very clear coming into this, you knew exactly what you wanted out of it, which is a good sign because a lot of people I talk to here in Aspat, they, they kind of don't even know what they want. So that's, that's a good sign. You well, know, I have one question for you. Yeah. My podcast, I think it could be really big. Like, I think I could really... Because the, like you always say, the reaches are in the niches, right? Yep. So like I have a really specific niche and I just don't know how, like I'm spending a lot of time on this thing, like three hours editing. I have someone editing, helping me, but I have to listen to it and then they edit it and then I listen to it again. So I'm spending a lot of time on this. Do you think that that's wise? I think it's wise to spend time on it if you feel it can still help you. And also if you're having a lot of fun with it. I think that maybe listening to it a second time would be something you could let go of to see if it breaks, if you don't do that, just to kind of remove yourself from the process a little bit more and trust the process a little bit more. But I would say that in terms of like what it could do for you, you could definitely, you know, you're niched in, which is great. And you can now expand, you know, horizontally now, if you'd like, into different coaches, into different kinds of people, into different industries. And um, also remember that the podcast is a great opportunity to meet new people and build new relationships as well. So there's there's a ton of benefits with that. And just keep checking in with yourself every few months to go. Is this going the way I want it to? Am I getting, am I having fun with it? Um, am, I, am I still spending too much time producing it and it doesn't feel worth the effort? Well, where can I remove myself from the process a little bit more? And I'm glad you have somebody editing it now because it sounds like it's, it's about time to stop doing that if you've been doing that. Yes, I do. Um, good. Cool, Betsy. Uh, One more time, where can people go to uh, learn more about you? Well, they can find out about me at www.betsymcnally.com. My Instagram is Betsy underscore McNally underscore Loire. And my Facebook is Betsy McNally Loire Fitness Pro or Betsy McNally Loire Gymnastics Nutrition and Fitness Specialist. Just Google my name. Oh, and also I have two best-selling books. Um, I just have to give a plug for um, Gymna Chef, which is a cookbook for athletes. It's mostly for gymnasts. My husband's a French chef, so he likes to cook with like butter and make croissants and all that crazy stuff. And it's ironic because I am, you know, a nutritionist who pushes clean food. So we merged together and wrote this book that has like chicken cordon bleu, but it's made with, you know, coconut oil and um, whole grains and stuff like that. So check out Gymnast Chef. It's got 40 recipes, healthy, clean recipes with a mix of French and a gymnastics nutritionist point of view as well. And tons of information on superfoods and things like that. And I also wrote a book called Binges and Balance Beams on Amazon, Mm -hmm. which is a bestseller. And it's about me overcoming an eating disorder. Um, And that's really the base of why I want to help educate gymnasts on nutrition, because it was all rooted in a coach telling me I was overweight. So I can help help kids, you know, just love themselves, love their body and eat right. If this would be a perfect world. 
And that book has 49 reviews on Amazon. You can check out both those books on Amazon. We'll have links in the show notes for everybody. Betsy, thank you so much. Keep crushing it. And um, you got to let go to grow. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You're All the right. best. You're the best too. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Betsy McNally. You can, again, find her at BetsyMcNally.com. Listen to her podcast, Tumbling Along with Betsy. She's got books. She's got all kinds of things. We'll put them in the show notes for you uh, on askpat.com. And speaking of askpat.com, thank you, Betsy, by the way. You're amazing. Keep up the great work. I'm just so inspired by you. At askpat.com, you can apply to potentially get coached just like Betsy did today on the show. And if that's something of interest to you, go ahead and go to askpat.com. You can fill out the application there and I may reach back out to you in the future. And it may be in the near future, it may be much down the road. Uh, either way, it's not gonna happen unless you try it. So go there, askpat.com. And finally, before you leave, if you have an opportunity to leave a quick review, an honest one on Apple Podcasts, that would be incredibly helpful. Uh, even if you listen on another platform and if you have access to Apple Podcasts, that would, that, that would just be really, really helpful. Uh, so thank you so much. I appreciate you. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. We have some amazing content coming your way. And I can't wait to chat with you again next week. So keep rocking it. Team Flynn, you're amazing. As always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.